What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So at what point might the federal authorities consider getting an arrest warrant for Donald Trump? And what are some of the most important factors that go into that decision? Well, I suggest the single most important factor is public safety. Because protecting America from insurrection attempt number two, like justice, matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So as the criminal investigation into the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol continues, Donald Trump is in Florida playing golf and plotting his revenge. You know, we've seen some chatter recently about how Donald Trump might try to set himself up as some kind of a parallel president, you know, with Mar-a-Lago being the White House South. One of Trump's aides recently floated the notion that, well, because Donald Trump is pending a Senate impeachment trial, that somehow suggests that he's still the official president of the United States. Look, we can all safely assume that Donald Trump is being criminally investigated by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia my former professional home for decades, as part of the larger insurrection investigation. And frankly, part of that investigation into Donald Trump is probably covert. Why do I say that? Well, first of all, Donald Trump is not exactly careful or circumspect when he's talking on the phone or otherwise running his mouth. And let me tell you, I, for one, as a former 30-year prosecutor, used to love a good covert investigation. Let's talk for a minute about covert investigations. So when we were up on a wire, right, when we were involved in a covert investigation, that meant a judge gave us authorization under Title III to run a wiretap. And we got to listen in real time to the co-conspirators talking dirty on the phone, meaning talking about criminal activity. We would hear them talking about moving kilos of cocaine, running guns, killing people. And that is investigative gold. You know, once you have that evidence, it's like shooting criminal fish in a barrel. Because what that all but guarantees is that when you take down the investigation and you lock up the co-conspirators and you're sitting there with them and you play the wiretap tapes, you got them. Because they hear themselves talking about the crime that they were doing 
as part of the conspiracy. And then it's easy to flip them against the bigger fish. Negotiate a plea and cooperation agreement, turn them into cooperating witnesses, and get them to testify truthfully about their co-conspirators. And that's the way you work your way up the criminal food chain to the bigger fish, to the kingpin, to the head of the conspiracy, to the RICO boss. But here's the thing, folks. When we're involved in undercover operations, investigations, and we're listening to these co-conspirators talk about the kilos, kilos of coke they're moving and the guns they're running and the people that they are hurting or intending to hurt, then we have to assess every day. We have to assess and reassess and re-reassess. I don't know if that's a thing, but we have to assess the public safety implications by continuing to investigate in a covert capacity because these co-conspirators are continuing to do crime. So we always have to be mindful of the threat to public safety and make the takedown decision based on public safety concerns. When are we going to make the arrests? When are we going to take down the investigation and lock everybody up, everybody that we can prove was involved in criminal activity, including if that criminal activity is plotting an insurrection or a second insurrection. So that brings us to Donald Trump. The public safety implications of letting Donald Trump run wild in Florida, plotting and scheming, after we know he incited insurrection number one, the public safety implications are pretty dire. Because in a very real sense, Donald Trump organized, inspired, encouraged, incited an attempted overthrow of the federal government, right? of the lawfully elected incoming president. And it sure looks like he may be plotting and scheming and positioning himself to try it again. Do we really have to wait until he launches insurrection attempt number two? Last time I checked, there is no law that says, you know, there must be two insurrection attempts or maybe a hat trick of insurrection attempts before we can lock up a criminal former president for trying to overthrow the government. At what point do the federal law enforcement authorities move out in the name of public safety? Because there is a very real need to protect federal buildings, federal employees, federal public officials, not to mention our democracy, against a criminal former president who has already once incited an insurrection. And making law enforcement decisions based on public safety concerns, like justice, matters. 
And as always, folks, thank you for tuning in to these daily videos. If you'd like to more formally support our all-volunteer efforts here and our content, you can go over to patreon.com, sign up to become a patron, and if you do, I will send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. You can also find me over on Facebook, Justice Matters with Glenn Kirshner, and of course on Twitter, all day and night, trying to answer your legal questions as best I can. On Twitter, it's at Glenn Kirshner 2. So as always, folks, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.